Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. We're back in the book of Leviticus. Uh, we started chapter 13 uh, yesterday. We're going to be continuing and finishing up the high points of chapter 13 today. Chapter 13 uh, reads a little bit like a medical textbook um, because we're talking about a disease now, a skin disease called leprosy. And, of course, leprosy, as we said yesterday, uh, it's known today as Hansen's disease or leprosy. Um, there, um, there is a cure for leprosy these days in modern medicine. There was a cure back then uh, in these times, and the only cure back then was Jesus Christ. That was um, in the Old Testament. Um, there were some, uh, as McGee says, there were some... Um, reported treatments, but in general, this is a, um, a very contagious, unclean uh, uh, disease. It rots the flesh. It is a, um, it is a progressive disease. It's, uh, in many regards, inescapable once the disease starts. Um, it can start anywhere on the body, uh, much like sin. It's, it's, we see a picture of sin here uh, in the person with this chronic disease. They're like living a death sentence. Same thing with sin. Sin gives us um, a death sentence in, in this sense. It gives us something progressive in this sense. Sin always continues on its own um, until there's forgiveness of sin. Only God can give us forgiveness of sin through Jesus Christ. So we see this picture of the state of our being in sin as a picture of leprosy. Um, it's a, there's a hopelessness in leprosy, just like there's a hopelessness in sin. Now, the sinner can sort of um, deny that for a while they can feel great in their sin. But sin eventually catches up. It eventually causes the person to rot on the inside. Uh, It can cause, just like leprosy can cause them to be rotting on the outside. 
it's a desperation in life, um, just like the gambler who's constantly trying to win at the game of chance. It's the the person in sin. There's nothing that they have their life based on. It's all based on human wisdom or random chances or current events. All of those things are in control of someone's happiness when they're living according to the flesh. And of course, the leper is living according to the flesh. It's a disease of the flesh. And of course, Jesus is telling us we don't live by the flesh. We've overcome the flesh. We put the flesh to death. We live by the Spirit. So, as we see, uh, we were talking about laws about how to deal with the leper. And another big theme, uh, in addition to the sin theme, is this theme of cleanliness and uncleanliness. And again, the parallel to sin is that we are unclean in our sin. And uh, and when an unclean leper comes in contact with a clean person, that unclean leper can make that clean person unclean. It's just like sin can come and uh, come in contact with somebody who's not sinning, and then it can cause them to sin. So the 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 uncleanly the unclean can corrupt the clean. But in the Old Testament, the clean cannot cleanse the corrupt. In other words, you can't have uh, a priest come over there and cure the leper. They have to quarantine the leper. Okay, There's just no hope. Only one person, Jesus Christ, can go up to a leper and cleanse the leper. And when Jesus did this, this was unheard of in uh, from the Old Testament times because everybody knew the picture of the leper was a hopeless, helpless, inescapable, progressive, living death sentence. And um, you don't see very many um, lepers having spontaneous recovery. So, understanding whether someone is a leper or not is critical. Because if back in these days you saw a spot or a boil or a pimple or an eruption or a swelling, you know, you would freak out and you would need to go to the priest. And the priest would have rules to watch you for a while, maybe to triage you for a while, and then re-examine you after seven days and come back, and then maybe uh, put you on quarantine again for seven more days to gradually make the distinction if you were uh, had leprosy or not. I mean, this was mission critical. Oh, my goodness. That must have been, you know, tough to have somebody you love in quarantine waiting to know if they're going to, uh, you know, be certified as having leprosy or certified as having being clean or unclean. And once you were diagnosed as with leprosy as being unclean, then you had to be quarantined. You had to 
you had to live outside of the of the camp or of the city you couldn't be around other people and um that was just the way it was to keep everybody else clean and then if you had chronic leprosy in other words just raw rotting flesh you didn't need that waiting period you could instantly see you know from the priest that you're a leper and just like when sin takes root in someone's life it's like chronic rotting flesh you don't have to look very hard to see that that person is in chronic sin and there's not a lot you can do for them and then sometimes um you get it uh as a boil on the skin you know and uh, you're not quite sure what it is you have to look deeply to find out just the same way uh as someone who's dealing with sin it might start small and might not be anything bad looking to begin with but you have to be careful and reevaluate and reevaluate because eventually either the little thing heals or that little thing turns into leprosy just like sin sin can start small and then take the person over and then sometimes it starts on the head or the beard and um you got to be careful. You got to understand and closely examine because the hair on the head or the hair in the, on the beard is covering it up. And the priest has to do some detective work and find out. McGee says sometimes the sin can, uh, can be in the church or be in a committee in the church or can be in somebody that you don't think because it's just like it's been covered up by the hair or the beard. And it takes a lot of discernment by the priest. It takes discernment on our part to say, is sin really present? You know, and to be on the lookout for it. And then the end of the chapter talks about what happens in the clothing. If you see something in the clothes of a different color or looks like something's growing on the clothes, I mean, it could be a fungus or something else growing on the clothes, but it could be a lepers. It could be leprosy growing in the clothes, just like a fungus can grow in the clothes. So you have to decide whether you're dealing with leprosy or fungus, and so you've got to watch the diseased person. You've got to watch the clothes too, and if it doesn't look like the clothes, uh, the growth in the clothes is is resolving, you need to burn the clothes. Just like if we see something in our life that is around us, surrounding us, and we're putting on clothes that is contaminating us, we need to get rid of those clothes. The clothes we're supposed to wear is the Word of God, but a lot of times people are wearing the clothes of of alcoholism or pornography or lust or um, all kinds of unclean things. What kind of garments do we wear? What kind of things do we put on during the day? The Bible's saying, if your garment is dirty, either wash it, and if you can't get rid of it, it needs to be burned. So that's the overview, and I'm going to hit the, the, 
the high points of the verses. It's not my our intention today to to read because there's um, 59 verses and they're really more um, instructional verses on what to do if something's clean. And then, like we were saying, watch it, give it seven days, check it again, recheck, double check, and then, if not, declare it unclean. So we're going to start... I'm going to restart at verse 1 and just really hit some quick high points. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, When a person has on the skin of his body a swelling or an eruption or a spot, and it turns into a case of leprosy, the disease on the skin of the body, then he shall be brought to Aaron the priest or to one of his sons the priests, and the priest shall examine the diseased area on the skin of his body. And if the hair in the diseased area has turned white, and the disease appears to be deeper than the skin of his body. It is a case of leprous disease. When the priest has examined him, he shall pronounce him unclean. That's what we talked about yesterday. But if the spot is white in the skin of his body and appears no deeper than the skin and the hair um, in it has not turned white, the priest shall shut the up the diseased person for seven days and the priest shall examine him on the seventh day and if in his eyes the disease is checked and and the disease has not spread in the skin then the priest shall shut him up for another seven days and the priest shall examine him again on the seventh day and if the diseased area has faded and the disease has not spread in the skin then the priest shall pronounce him clean it is only an eruption what a big job what a big responsibility that is for the priest, you know. If you declare him uh, uh, clean, but he really has leprosy, everybody's going to be mad at you because you're going to be giving people leprosy. So it's a big job to, you know, to, and once you see in your eyes it's not spreading or it's fading, then you could call someone clean. What a, a tremendous bit of information that would be to that person. Verse 7, but if the eruption spreads in the skin after he has shown himself to the priest, he shall appear before the priest, and the priest shall look and pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous disease. So that's sort of how we triage this thing. And then when we come to verse 9, we're talking about chronic leprous disease. Um, when a man afflicted with leprous disease... He shall be brought to the priest, and the priest shall look at it. And if there's a white swelling in the skin that has turned the hair white, and there's raw flesh in the swelling, it is chronic leprous disease. He doesn't have to shut him up because he's unclean. Everybody can see what this raw, rotting flesh looks like. And you just, you don't even need to go through some of these, you know, quarantine measures. He's already needs to be quarantined. And then we come down to verse 18. If there is in the skin of one's body a boil and it heals, and in the place of the boil there comes a white swelling or a reddish-white spot, then it should be shown to the priest. And if it looks deeper and the hair is turned white, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. So it's like or verse 24, or when the body has a burn on its flesh and it does the same thing. The priest has to examine it and decide if it's going to be clean or not. So whether it's a boil or a burn, 
the priest has to discern whether this thing is leprous or not. And uh, again, sometimes we have to discern what sin is going to do. Sometimes, like we said, it kind of starts small, like with a boil or a burn, and then it gets better. But sometimes that little boil or burn can turn into something much worse, just like sin in our lives can start small and later turn into something much worse. Verse 29, when a man or woman has a disease on the head or the beard, the priest shall examine the disease, and if it appears deeper than the skin and the hair in it is yellow and thin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. In other words, as we said before, sometimes it starts on the area underneath the beard or underneath your hairline. And that makes things tricky. Sometimes it sin doesn't look like sin in our lives. But it is sin. And we have to discern that. And we're going to drop down to verse 47. When there's a case of leprous disease in a garment, whether wool, woolen or linen garment, in wrap or a woof of linen or wool or in a skin of anything made of skin. If the disease is greenish or reddish in the garment or in the skin or in the wrap or the wool, wolf or any article made of skin, it is a case of leprous disease and should be shown to the priest. And we go through the next verses. They're talking about um, letting the garment sit if it looks like it's getting better, he can try to wash it. And if it looks like it's, you know, you sit, let it sit. And if it looks like it's getting better in the garment, you can wash it and let it be clean. But if it doesn't look like it's getting better, it looks like it is not resolving. You need to just to burn it. You need to burn it and get rid of it. And it's the same principle. What are we putting on his clothes? We need to take off something that looks like it's unclean. You know, whatever sin nature we're putting on, whether it's the wisdom of man's foolishness, whether it's our piety, whether it's our pride, whether it's greed, lust, or, um, you know, violence, those type of sinful natures, take off those clothes. And if those clothes look like the thing is resolving, great, wash it up. But if it doesn't, burn it. Because it will cause you to become unclean. And it will give you that leprosy diagnosis. It will give you that that um, chronic unclean diagnosis. You need to burn it or completely abandon it. And that's the big principle as leprosy shows us this illustration of how sin can corrupt the clean. And the clean cannot cleanse the leper. Only Christ can. Just as only Christ can cleanse us.
So, Leviticus chapter 13, the laws of leprosy, just like a medical textbook, a spiritual textbook for us about sin. We'll stop here. I'll turn the rest of the podcast over to my co-host in Zambia, Matali. Matali, I hope you're doing great. Look forward to hearing what you've got to say today. So for me, as always, to all of you, God bless you and keep your hearts centered on Christ.